Hi there, my name's Adam Parr. I'm the podcast host, the Parr City Podcast. In this podcast, you'll be listening to me connect with people from different walks of life, from the military to people in the music industry to people in the self-help industry and many other areas of life. In this podcast, I'll be talking about topics from self-help, mental health, motivation, spirituality, mindset, society, current affairs, and much, much more. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe, share, and let me know your feedback. My main intention on this podcast is to have a positive impact. For you, the the listener, to take something positive from it, to apply something positive into your life from this. Now, with without further ado, let's get into this podcast and enjoy. Tuning in, trying to find out how to win. Go along and tell a friend. Marathon, you know the game. Keep on running, never end. Getting better, make a man. Adam got it. Adam got it. Adam got it. Adam got it. Possibility. Right. Paulie, it's a pleasure to have you back on the podcast again. How are you doing? I'm I'm great, man. It's good to see you too. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's been a couple of years, hasn't it? Because when I last spoke to you, I think you was, you was in the States and I think you was in a transitional period of kind of moving. Um, and now you're in Bali. Is that right? You're in Bali. So you moved to Bali. Yeah. And like, I see on, on your social media, there's loads of like, you know, changes that have happened you know, you're into like, you know, health as well. And there's many other things that you do. Cause I've seen on your videos, like, you know, you're eating like raw meat and some of these live videos, I can only watch so much. I have to like kind of skip off it. Cause I'm like, okay, <laughs> the, like you ate, um, is it like these like testicles, like raw meat, you know, all kinds of different things. Like what kind of got you into that? And like, you know, what changes, you know, have happened since we last spoke? Cause I know you've got a son now. You know, you've got a partner, um, you know, you're in Bali. You know, what kind of made you shift and change? Uh, Yeah, the whole whole carnivore-ish diet that I'm on, meat, organs, eggs, I eat fruit, um, honey, 
yeah, that's like the majority of it right there, like an animal based diet essentially. But yeah, I just saw like Liver King doing it last year, and then I kind of found some other guys, some other big guys like uh, Carnivore MD. His his username is Carnivore MD two and uh, Carnivore Elias. Um, they're like some of the big accounts. So I found these guys and just watched what they do. And then I saw this other guy from uh, right around from where uh, where I'm from. Uh, he's from Jersey. I'm from Philly. But his uh, his Instagram was the raw meat experiment. I think he I think he disabled it, though. I think he got tired of doing it, but uh, he was eating raw meat every day. So just a combination of seeing these guys do this stuff. So I started eating just like steak and eggs and maybe a little bit of liver here and there back in um, and bone marrow back in uh, January. And then I really went all in in uh, April and I started eating like raw testicle, uh, raw heart, raw liver, raw kidney, raw bone marrow, raw eggs, a little bit of raw steak, just, and I was just doing everything. Um, and during that, during that month of April, I decided, let me, let me, uh, I was, eat, I was eating the testicle. It was like the second or third time I'd eaten the testicle. And I was like, I should, I should try putting this on TikTok. And I hadn't really been doing much with my TikTok for the past several months. Um, and uh, I posted this testicle video and I woke up and it was at like 60 K views, which isn't anything crazy, but for my account, it was like pretty good. So I was like, Whoa, okay. Um, and then over the next few days, that video went over a million um and but after that video i was like I, i'm gonna do one every day so i started posting like every day um just posting these meals i was eating and then uh yeah it just I, everything just blew up man so now it's kind of like my whole brand um i've i've gained I, I started at i was right around like two hundred ten thousand followers on tiktok back in april and now i'm at 850k so I've gained uh, 640,000 followers in uh, actually, oh shit, it's the 18th today. So April 18th was, I, I know the date because I've said it so many times. April 18th was the day that I posted the first testicle video. So seven months today, I've gained 640,000 followers in seven months on TikTok. Um, so yeah, man, that's been, that's been my big focus uh, going all in with content. I'm launching uh, my own line of merch soon, like uh, t-shirts and hoodies. Um, I have my mentorship going. Um, I have a, a community a truth, called Truth Seekers that I'm building. Um, and then after the merch is done, I'm going to start building a uh, supplement company. So that's really like my, those, those are like all the things that I got my hands and feet dipped into right now. But um, yeah, bro, just, just doing the damn thing, being a dad being a being a, a, a partner and yeah <laughs> that's life yeah no i love it i love the, you know what you're doing and i think it's quite something isn't it you know to to have that shift in followers and tiktok and you know you put content out there and it just kind of blows up and you know you're doing something that you're passionate about and you feel strongly about as well so i think that's you know a good thing you know your health you're looking after your health and i think you're trying things that people probably necessarily wouldn't always kind of, you know, be, probably be scared to do or a bit, you know, because I think it's told, you know, a lot of things are told to us are, you know, you can't eat raw meat, you can't do this. Yeah. There's a lot of things that we're told, we think we're kind of scared of doing those things. That's the mission behind what I do, man. To be honest with you, a big part of it um, that motivates me is that, you know, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm always one to go against the grain and, and break the rules and do what most people don't. And that's what, 
you know, I, I, I don't, I don't enjoy it for the sake of being a rebel. I enjoy it for the sake of opening up people's minds and showing them like, yo, look, you can actually do this. I know you've been told by people that you can't, but you can, because I was my, that's how I was raised. My parents were very like limited belief mindset my whole life. So I was raised with that. And I didn't, I didn't break out of that until my late, like my mid to late twenties. Um, when I was like 25, 26, I kind of started like opening my eyes, like, okay, something's not right here, you know? Um, and so like, I feel like that's late. I feel like a lot of people these days, like you see all these young entrepreneurs, man, in their fucking teens and early twenties, um, you know, breaking out of the matrix, becoming millionaires. So it took me a while to figure that out, but that's like, that's what drives me, man. Cause I was captivated in a small town mindset for so long, um, and I see so many people that are, so it's just, that's what motivates me. You know, it's not all about the raw meat, but I I'm using this as my base to then build on and create a higher impact down the road. Um, you know, just helping people break out of the matrix and, and, and live the life that they truly want to live, doing what they truly want to do, experiencing new things that they thought they could never do. That's really what my, my higher goal, my higher purpose is, but yeah, I just, you know, I, uh, the raw meat and the raw testicle and all that shit, it's it stuck. And so I said, this is it, you know, that's what you need. You know, you, you need, you need something to build, to build on. And that is good. That's my foundation. The car, the, the, I'm the testicle King. That's what people call me. Right. Um, instead of the liver King. Right. So being, if being the testicle King is the way that I'm going to build my empire and, and change the world, then so be it. Um, which is funny. Cause it's like, a lot of people don't understand that they're like, Oh, you're just like, you're just eating testicles to get attention. And I'm like, uh, like it, it, like in a sense, of course, like, what do you, I mean, what does any successful entrepreneur or business person or celebrity or whatever, what do they, what do they do? You have to all eyes on them, right? That's how you build a business. That's how you build a brand, but it's not, but it's not for the sake of just feeling important, right? It's for creating an impact. So um, yeah, bro, that's like, yeah. that's like yeah, what I'm doing. No, I love it. And I think like, you know, you have to, you know, you mentioned as well, like, you know, growing up in a, in a you know, a town with like, you know, being around people who have like a limited mindset. And I think, you know, your, your parents, you know, what your surroundings, you know, the people you're around, it kind of, it can kind of mold and shape who you are. But then, you know, like you said, you reach a point of, um, you know, in, in your mid twenties or when you mature and you step out of that and you start questioning things, you know, it's then like, you know, you're kind of breaking out that mold on you, that matrix that, you know, that we're all kind of around sometimes. And I think, you know, I applaud you for what you're doing. Um, you know, you have made a shift and change where you, you know, you moved, you know, you're living in Bali now. And I think, you know, a lot of people, they stay safe and they stay doing the same thing in the same place. And I mean, if people are happy doing that, fine. But I think for the most part, there's so much more out there that you could be doing. And there's so much more growth out there. Do you, if you know, if that makes sense. And if you're not taking those yeah, steps, course. you're not going to move forward. Of course, it does make sense. It makes a lot of sense. And a lot of people do get stuck. And there are genuinely some people on this earth that are truly happy doing the same thing, but it's, it's very few. And I think there's a massive amount of people who think that they're truly happy, but they're actually not. And they don't, mm -hmm. and they don't want to accept that. And deep down they struggle 
and they're not enjoying themselves and they're so just they're they're robots they're programmed you know and they're not actually experiencing that growth and i um i agree man there there's a lot <clears throat> i've said this to a lot of people um i've said this many times is that i i i believe it it, it should be like a mandatory law that when you turn 18 you have to, you have to, like, as soon as you graduate high school, you have to go, you have to go somewhere. You have to leave your whole state. You have to go to a different state and go somewhere else and, and experience a whole new vibe. And it's, you know what I'm saying? Like move to a different city, move to a different, fuck, go to a different country. If you can like, just get out because as soon as you do that, something clicks neurologically in the way that we think the way that we act the way that we behave the way that we perceive things the way that we make decisions um just all of it everything and when you do that it's like like our brains and our perspective on life is essentially like a big map right and the map is it's like a blank map it's like a big sea of water and it only has land in the places that you've been. That's like what our perspective is of life. It, you only you can only fill in your map if you've been there. And so most people have a big blue map, right? A big blue water map. And that's all it is because they because they don't they don't go anywhere. They don't they don't see new things. And when you go to new places, you meet new people. There's a different energy. There's a different aura. There's a different vibe. There's a different flow. You know, like when I came to Bali, man, it just changed the whole way I think about life. And it was a major moment of growth. And most people would say, oh, well, it's, it's just Bali. Like you're just going to another country. Yeah, it's cool. But like, how is it going to change you? And it's like, I, you can't explain it. Like you just get here and, and you just see the flow of traffic, the way of life of the locals, the the outdoor living and like, you you just like okay you know what like this is different something something's different about this i need to start thinking differently and then that's when you start like thinking differently and you start doing things differently and that's what changes you that's what grows you that's what transforms you so yeah man if everyone if everyone would just get out of their hometown and get out of that that's that hometown high school mindset then we would see a lot more growth in humanity but you're right. People, people stay small and, you know, they're just like you said, there's, there's nothing wrong with that, but if you're not growing, then what are you doing? It growth, growth is the infinite principle of the universe. So without growth, we, we lose, right? If humans mm. stop, stop growing and essentially even stop being born and then we're going to, we're going to stop existing and then that's it done. And then this chapter of life is over and then whatever, however the universe and God works, whatever your beliefs are is, you know, it's a new, new round, right? We start from scratch, but you know, that's like, that's what it all comes back to is like, how can we continue to grow in numbers? Apparently there was, there's like a report that the human population just hit 8 billion the other day. I thought it was done like a while ago. I don't know. Who yeah, who I saw that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Whoever knows with that shit, man, it's, I, I think it's all a lie. It's all bullshit, but whatever. But yeah, it's like if the population's not growing or, you know, we're not building and we're not creating new things and and becoming a stronger species, then it's like, what are we doing? And 
yeah i mean i can go on all day about that shit man <laughs> you know what's happening in the world right now it's yeah a fucking <laughs> yeah yeah it's a bit crazy and you know i i love what you mentioned you know about like growth in society and you know if we're not learning if we're not growing and you know like your concept about like you know the map concept and i think i, I can relate to that because i i grew up in a, a city for like 19 years in a um, busy city in the UK. And then my family moved down to, uh, you know, down south in the countryside yeah. kind of part of the UK. And my perspective completely changed yeah. because I was condensed in a city for nearly 20 years, thrown into a situation where, you know, a bus is every hour, places close early, you know, people, you know, are more laid back, they think differently. And, you know, even a five, six hour drive is completely different. You know, it's a different like perspective, different way of life. And, you know, I think that's changed me. It made me think about things differently. And then, like you said, when you travel, when you go different places or different countries, you know, you mentioned how, how people live, you know, the, the pace of life, the, their morning, morning rituals, you know, and you, you have to, like you said, get those different lenses at different places to, you know, it, it changes you. We don't always think it changes, but it changes it changes us. And you know, by the sounds of it, you going to Bali is definitely shifted and, and grown you and, and changed you. Massively. Like when... Massively. I mean, without Bali, I'm dude. I don't have my my girl. I don't have my son. I don't like. What am I? You know, life is not as I know it. As not as I have it right now, and I'm blessed i'm so blessed man like you would have told me two years ago when i moved here it's almost almost been two years since i moved here you know so things happen fast man i met my girl almost two years ago in december we started dating like right away and and then we got pregnant man i mean in less than a year and life threw us a huge curveball and uh and it just everything worked out, you know, and here I am. And it's like without without ever taking that leap of just saying fuck it and like moving to Bali, which is like a crazy concept, especially where I'm, I'm, dude, I'm from Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania is like, geez, dude, it's like that is like where people go to fucking die, dude. <laughs> I mean, I may be being harsh, but like Pennsylvania is so goddamn boring and like. I think, uh, I don't know if it's still this way, if this is still um, an accurate, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, study or something like that. But yeah. uh, uh, at one point, Pennsylvania was the oldest demographic in the United States. The, the oldest age average in the United States was Pennsylvania. So it just goes to show like it's just a very old time boring yeah. fucking state dude so like dude when i when i did what i did i just so many people from my hometown were like bro what are you doing you know and it was like yeah i'm i'm and meanwhile i'm like i'm loving life dude like what are you doing <laughs> i'm like what are you fucking like you're still in you're still in king of prussia like what do you get out like go go somewhere different king of prussia is where i'm from but yeah, man. So it's, it, uh, it helps. It helps. And I, yeah. you know what? I, I may sound a little egotistical and I don't mean to be, I'm, I'm just, I'm just having fun. I'm just goofing around. Like I, I really say it with seriousness, you know, and there's nothing wrong 
with repping your hometown. There's nothing wrong with it. But it, but if you if you don't travel and you don't like experience new things and you're just there all the time, yeah, like that sucks. Like that's not mm-hmm. like that's not how life is supposed to be. You're not just supposed to like sit in the same city all the time, you know. Uh, and uh, it's it's so good to branch out. It really yeah. is. It, um, it, I think it's scary when you when you go back and you might see people doing the same thing, and then you kind of like think back, oh, what well, I've I've done this and I've tried this and I've grown in this this, this way. But that person's still in that that place, and I think sometimes people get stuck in a rut. Maybe that you know it's a bit like a like a daydream. Oh, sure. you know, they they they're doing for it, sure. and they don't realize almost. And it's just uh, you know we're creatures of habit sometimes, and they're just kind of caught in that loop. But um, but also like you know I'm really curious about you know with the meat side of things. Like, have you felt what what benefits have you felt to your health with the raw meat and the carnivore diet? Dude, I did the I did I ate a uh, a raw steak every day for sixty five days. <laughs> um, I recently stopped a few weeks ago um, and went back to doing blue rare, where you just sear it on each side really nice, and then it's like super raw in the middle. Um, and that's kind of like my preferred way because you still get like the taste of like a really nice like you know seared steak, but then you maintain as much nutritional value. And that's essentially like a big reason too of why I did it because the more you cook a steak, the more of the micronutrients and some some of the macronutrients you cook off. Um, you know, red meat is a powerhouse of vitamins uh, and and minerals. So when it turns brown, that's all those micronutrients dying, right? That's uh, why you're not supposed to eat steak well done. Like that's not supposed to be a thing, you know, and. Uh, yeah, so I I did that for 65 days and dude, I felt fucking awesome to be honest with you. I felt so good. Um digestion was really good too. Um you know, when raw when you eat raw meat, it's a lot believe it or not, it's a lot easier for the body to digest than cooked meat. Um it's in its purest form, you know? So if you eat a well-done steak, that's really hard on your digestive tract because it's so cooked, it's so tough, it's so chewy, and the and like all the all the muscle fibers of the steak are all like burnt essentially. So it's like really rough on your stomach. So when you eat raw, it's so alive and fresh that it just goes like right through you, um, you know, and in, in a good way. And uh, yeah, so when I ate the raw meat, dude, I felt great. I still eat uh, raw organs. I eat my organs raw, like always. Like I don't, I don't cook my liver. I have liver, uh, heart, testicles. Those are like my main three um, that I eat all week. Not every day, but I rotate. Um, I'll, I'll eat some sort of organ every day. Typically liver most days. I'll have liver probably like five five days a week on average. Um, heart, I'll probably eat three times a week on average. Testicle, probably two to three uh, times a week on average. Um, and uh, yeah, I eat all those raw. Um, I prefer I prefer those raw because you eat smaller amounts of those. Um, so the steak, like I said, I just went back to searing it but dude you feel you feel awesome man you really do like i recommend it for for everyone it's so good when i eat the raw like when i eat like raw liver raw testicle especially those those two are like my favorite um i just feel like a powerhouse i'm like ready to go it's like pre-workout for me i eat it before my before the gym 
So when you mention like say raw testicle, raw uh, liver, what animal are these from? The from a specific beef. animal? Beef. Beef. Yeah, yeah, cow and cow and bull. Um, if I can get goat testicles, I prefer those ones. Um, I was getting goat testicles first, actually, before the bull testicles. Uh, and I, I really like the goat ones better. But the the person that I was getting uh, them from stopped getting them, and I haven't been able to find them since. So I need to figure out where what happened to that. But, yeah. uh, but the bull testicles are the ones I typically eat. I don't like those ones as much um, unless they're, like, wicked fresh. The problem is with those ones, they're like really gamey. Um, and a lot of times my supplier, I don't know like what's been going on. They, they haven't been getting them as, as fresh lately. So when I get them, like they're not like rotten or anything, but they'll maybe for like a, an extra day or so they'll like, I guess, sit out or something. I, I have no idea. I don't know what happens, but um, when I get them, they've just been like way more gamey and like, they kind of smell bro. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but but overall, I mean, I still it's like that's fine. I've never gotten like sick or anything off any mm-hmm. of this shit. Uh, that's people, people ask me all the time, like, dude, how are you not getting like food poisoning or salmonella or whatever? I haven't. I haven't gotten it once, man. Um, and it and once again, like that just goes to show, like we can do this shit. Yeah. I've tried, dude. I've tried so much shit raw. I've had. I've had. Here's my list. I've had raw, st- multiple different raw steaks, tons of different raw steaks. Um, I've had, I've, I even had some ground beef. Uh, I made like hamburger patties and I just seared them and then they were like raw in the middle. Um, I've done raw liver, raw testicle, raw heart. I've done raw brain, like literally raw brain. Um, that one's rough. It's mushy. It's so mushy. I don't like brain. Um, it's just, it's just mush. There's not really much flavor, but it's just so mushy. Um, I've done, I've done raw bone marrow. I do raw fish all the time. I mean, that's pretty common sushi. I would say people still freak out about it for some reason, but, um, I'll do like a raw salmon with like the skin on and I'll just grab the whole filet and just bite it with the skin on. And I'm totally fine. Um, of course, tuna I've done raw shrimp, gray, gray, uncooked raw shrimp, big, big King, King prawns. Um, those are awesome um uh, what else what else what else oh i did raw chicken uh that was interesting i did raw chicken did raw and i did a raw pork chop raw chicken. I did raw chicken i did raw how chicken was how was that and i did it and i did a raw pork chop um so dude to be honest the chicken was actually kind of good <laughs> really i really enjoyed it it was uh it was nice man so basically the story behind that um, I, I have a few different suppliers out here that I get all my meat and organs from and everything. Um, one of them is called uh, hunters. They're probably the most popular one. And the owner, uh, his name is Dom. He's a really good dude. I'm, I'm actually good buddies with him. And, um, so he's had, he's had me over for some dinners and everything. We've, we've chatted about stuff and he's educated me a lot. He's been, uh, he's very, very knowledgeable like with this kind of stuff, very knowledgeable, like really, really knows his shit. Um, and he's done all the raw meats. He's done, he's done uh, high liver. I haven't done high liver yet. High liver is essentially fermented liver that you let like rot basically and ferment. 
in a jar um, over the course of however many days or weeks or months that you want and then eat it. And it's like black and smelly. It's yeah, it's crazy, but he's done like everything. So he educated me a lot on this stuff as well, but he's like, yeah, but he's like, dude, you could, I can send you a chicken and you can try chicken. And I'm like, what? I'm like, no way. Right. And uh, he's like, yeah, man. He's like, I'll give you a free one. Just tag us in your video. And, and I was like, dude, what the fuck? Cause everyone on my TikTok had been asking me like you like eat raw chicken eat raw chicken eat raw like they all were like blowing me up in the comments my my q a like everything so i'm like all right like i got it if he if dom is saying i could do it like i trust him so i'm gonna do it and i'm like all right like explain to me why i'm good because this goes against everything that i've known my whole life right about about eating raw chicken and what he what he explained to me <clears throat> what essentially is the salmonella that would occur in chicken it's it, it's not actually activated in raw chicken it's activated in undercooked chicken so so salmonella is activated by heat so you don't get you typically don't get salmonella from eating raw chicken you get it from when like someone if you were to like cook a chicken breast and then it's still like all all raw in the center that's what's going to give you salmonella that's what's going to fuck you up and so when he explained that to me, he's like, now, it doesn't mean that you can go and get like, you know, chicken breast that's been sitting out unfrozen at the grocery store. You're probably going to fuck yourself on that. But he's like, dude, I get cage free, soy free, antibiotic free, like all like steroid free chickens um, that are uh, that are um, range grown and not like not like caged and everything and uh and uh they're frozen and also too he explained to me when you freeze meat it it kills off the bacteria and any parasites he's like so with this being the quality of the chicken it is and it's frozen right upon slaughter he's like you could let this thaw out and chomp it and when he explained it to me like that i was like all right i'm sold like let's do it so he gave me the chicken i i let it sit out uh it wasn't fully thawed out but like the breasts and, and like the outer part was and then the center was a little frozen and so yeah man i just cut a big freaking chunk of the of the breast off and i just chomped it man i ate like probably i probably ate like a good i would say four ounce piece of raw chicken like the whole four ounce piece probably probably three to four ounces roughly and uh yeah i felt 100 hundred percent fine no issues no stomach issues nothing no sick no anything felt completely fine and uh it was good bro it was like really tender <laughs> it was really tender it was uh it was fine i i kind of enjoyed it to be honest that's wild that's yeah. so wild let me, let me say this let me say this too this is also so dom my buddy dom the owner of hunters he really like he really like sealed the deal for me but i had also in the past seen that uh there's there's restaurants man in japan and and not just restaurants there's two things here so number one there's restaurants like places in japan uh you know japanese people actually eat like chicken sashimi as like a delicacy do you know that like like for real there's like there's like high-end restaurants in japan that will serve you all types of sashimi. Sashimi is just like raw sliced, right? So they'll have all like the fish sashimi, all the seafood sashimi, but then they'll have like different types of wagyu, beef, 
uh, and then and then chicken, bro, like chicken sashimi. And a lot of the Japanese people prefer it as a delicacy over beef and fish. And so I've seen that. I've seen videos like that on Instagram. So I was like, all right, like these people are eating chicken sashimi, right? And then I've also, um, I've just seen videos of tribes, man. There's there's multiple tribes um, in South American countries, African countries, um that will that will eat raw chicken they do it every day all the time they'll, they'll kill a chicken and and they'll split it yeah across the whole tribe and they're like perfectly healthy they're like they're all like lean and cut and muscular and you know like so i'm like all right dude like you got these tribal people eating chickens you got you got japanese people eating chicken sashimi I'm like, why can't I do it? So yeah, uh, that was, that's how it happened. And then I, I love that. Did, I did pork too. I did a raw pork chop, and that was that was also from Hunters. My, my buddy Dom sent me a pork chop, and he said, "Yeah, man, same thing." He's like, "Go for it." I was like, "All right." Wow. <laughs> I chopped <laughs> on a whole a whole tomahawk, like with. The I bow saw that video. I saw that video, and I was like, well, "Price the, of, of the pork or the steak?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the pork chop. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and I was like, "Yeah, the tomahawk but... <laughs> pork chop." Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, so I love. Yeah, man. It's it's all good. I'm I'm good. I feel great. I haven't had any no, issues. It's, it's it's funny too because um I've I've gotten food poisoning twice this year and it was what was that both, from? It was from restaurants, man. I from went out to eat. Yeah, I two times that I've gone to a restaurant, I I've I've come home and gotten fucked, and I'm like, how how do I eat raw meat and and I'm fine, and then I go I go to a restaurant and two two different times this year. I got so fucked from from two different restaurants, and I'm I'm just like that's crazy to me. Like, like you would yeah. think you would think the 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 raw meat is gonna screw me over, and then it's not. It's it's it was eating out. So yeah, yeah. I, I think was, that's that I just was, proves a, what what was it you was eating in the restaurants that did you? Um, so the the one restaurant was we what do you call it? It was a hot pot. So it, here's the thing. So here's the thing. It was a hot pot restaurant. So you cook the meat and the seafood in the pot of water, which tells me that I probably undercooked one of their meats that probably just wasn't kept properly and set out too long. And that probably activated salmonella or something, you know, in me and boom. <laughs> Once again, I bet you if I would have eaten all the meat there raw, I bet you I would have I would have been better off. But because I probably undercooked it, that's what messed me up. That was the first one. And then um, the second one, what the hell did I have? I had uh, I don't even remember. It was I, I can't remember something can't remember not good. This, this was in, th this one was back in only like August. The 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 hot pot one the other one was back in like February so I can't I can't remember what it was so but, I remember yeah, you but... uploading a video and you was in the hospital and I remember seeing you in hospital I can't remember what, you had to have an operation or something you got something got infected or maybe that might that might not be food poisoning but you was definitely in hospital at one stage because you something got infected and you got an operation then that got infected or something like that in your leg was it in your leg or somewhere oh my elbow my elbow your elbow you had you had something in your elbow and i remember thinking yeah, jesus dude, that was 
that was uh, over a year ago, man. That was actually the the day that. So I walked up to the. Uh, I drove to the hospital that morning, and I I was they had to give me elbow surgery because I had um, traumatic bursitis, and uh, it's when I, I fell back and I hit my elbow really hard, and it filled up with fluid. They drained it once. Uh, and then it filled back up again. They drained it twice. It filled back up again. And then the third time when they drained it, it was so infected. It was gross. And they're like, you need to come in like tomorrow. We need you here tomorrow in the morning for emergency surgery, or else you're going to face some bad implications, uh, complications. And I was like, oh, fuck. Okay. Um, and so I went to the hospital uh, the next morning early, probably like seven, eight in the morning. And uh, I I was walking up the steps and they were taking my temperature before I went into the building for like COVID or whatever. And as they're taking my temperature, my phone starts exploding. And I'm like, what the hell? And I looked at it and it's, it's my, my, my girl, she's sending me uh, pictures and it was a positive pregnancy test. So that was how I found out that I was having a kid was I was literally walking into the hospital, like stressed as fuck. Like my elbows fucked. It's throbbing in pain. I'm like freaking out. I have to have surgery. My head is spinning. And then my girl's like, I'm pregnant. I'm like, Oh my God, what's happening right now? I was like, I was like, Hey, look, like whatever you guys want to do, let's just, let's just get it going and knock me out. You guys got that anesthetic, man. I need to go to sleep. Right now. <laughs> Christ, yeah, that was two extremes, isn't it? You, you know, your partner's pregnant and then you got to have that operation and it's just like yeah. all at once. Yeah. That's crazy. That was, but, that was a crazy day, man. But, but um, yeah. I'm glad you're all good though. <laughs> I'm glad you're all good. And, um, yeah, it yeah. sucked. It put me out of the gym and everything for like four months. And then it took me after that, it probably took me like another fuck, man, almost like mm. six months of working out to like fully mm. recover. Jeez. But, uh, yeah, it sucks. It's, it's crazy what happens sometimes in life, isn't it? In situations that happen, you just think, you know, how the hell, how the hell did that happen? But um, it's pretty wild. And um, I'm, I'm just curious because uh, when I last spoke to you, like of all the people I've spoken to in the time I've been doing a podcast, I think, you know, I've met, met loads of people and there's been different changes in their lives, but I think of all the people I've spoken to, you've had the most significant shift and change because when we last spoke, you was in the States and, you know, now you're in Bali and you're doing all these different things and, yeah. you know, you're an entrepreneur and you're an influencer and helping other people. And um, what, what, where, where was your head at before you moved to Bali? Like, was you scared? Was you nervous? Was... Uh, you know what you know from when we last spoke because i remember you mentioning something about bali or, or you was going traveling you wanted you, what you know what was um is any like limitate you know what where was you at when what do you remember i don't remember when our when our first it was, was it was during the covid a lot i think during the covid periods or when things were locked down i haven't got I, i've got it on right, file because so- i've still got the recording so it was 2020, though. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. So, so if that's the case, then I I had already been to Bali actually. So I had traveled to Bali in January of 2020. That was when I first got there. Me and my buddy, my buddy Colin, we went there. Uh, we booked a trip for a month, and we said, "Let's just go explore, man. Let's go to Bali and have fun and 
you know, meet people and work and play and just, you know, enjoy ourselves for a month and then figure it out afterwards. <clears throat> and so uh, that month went by and I fell in love with it. And I said, yo, I don't, I'm not, I'm not leaving, man. And he was like, dude, hell yeah. He's like, go for it. Um, so he went, he went back home. I, I stayed in Bali another month and this was right before COVID hit. And uh, I had a, I was just getting um, a visa on arrival every time I would go there. So you just, you just enter as a tourist, they give you a visa for 30 days and then you have to fly out in 30 days. And so a lot of people would do that. And they would just fly out every 30 days and fly back in. Um, and so uh, that's what I was doing. So I, I took a quick trip. Um, in February over to Singapore for a few nights came back and then I did the same in March to Philippines and then when I was in Philippines COVID hit so I got stuck in Philippines Bali closed its doors I had all my shit in two suitcases back in Bali um, and uh, I had like four days of clothes with me in Philippines and so I got stuck in Philippines and we were like we like couldn't leave the guest house in this village I was in. There was troops with rifles outside. It was fucking nuts. And uh, they finally got us a, a, like a rescue bus down to the middle of the island where the airport was um, at like three in the morning. That was a crazy story. And then they flew us over to Manila. And then I was stuck in Manila waiting for Bali to, to uh, open up and uh that's when the, in April they decided they closed indefinitely for like however long. And I was like, fuck, I'm like, I'm screwed. So at that point, then I went back to the States. I went to Hawaii for a couple months. Then I was in LA, uh, Vegas, Arizona. <clears throat> I went back to, you know, Philly to see my family. I went to all over the place. And at some point that was probably when we talked. And then, uh, during that time that I was bouncing around the States, I assume. And then at that point, so I, I was like, you're asking how I felt about Bali when I moved here, but I was already like, my mind was already like still in Bali. Um, so I wasn't like scared about it. I was ready for it. Um, kind of, I, I should, I shouldn't say hundred percent because I actually almost moved to LA, um, which is crazy to think that if I, if that had happened, um, I was, I was essentially like saved by a phone call. This is what happened. So I was, so this was November of 2020. So about two years ago. And by now it, Bali had been closed for like, what's that? Like seven, eight months um, of COVID. And so at this point I was like, all right, like, you know what? I got to do something. Cause I was actually, I traveled, 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 traveled. And then in October, I went back home to Philly. And so at that point, I was like, I need a break. I've been living out of a suitcase for a fucking year. I was like, I'm going to chill with my family, like stay, stay, with, stay at my parents' place, just relax. Like, and I, I made like small trips every weekend. I, I was going to like Miami for some business trips and New York and all over the place still. But I was, I was based in Philly for like two months then. But it was like a month of that went by. And dude, I'm fucking 20 what 27 28 at this point i'm like i'm I, I can't like i'm getting stir crazy i'm living at home right like that's not like who i am i haven't i hadn't lived at home since i was like 21 or 22 or some shit right so i was like i gotta make a move and i was like you know what like i can't sit around and wait for bali anymore i was like fuck it i'm moving to la i'm i'm doing it here we go so i flew out to la in november uh and uh i got a, i got like a hotel for like a week and I was like, I'm just going to look at apartments like all week. So I spent like 
the first like three days, like nonstop looking at places. And it was like the third or fourth day I was there. I was taking a break. I looked at a bunch of places. I was, I was, I was sitting there eating lunch. I had gotten like a sandwich or something. I was like sitting in my car eating lunch by like the, by the bay. And uh, I was watching the water. My phone rings and it's, it's one of my friends. Uh, her name is Sable. And I met her in Bali. Uh, really, really good friend of mine. We had, we, we lived together. We had a, we had a place where we roommates. Um, and so she calls me and she was like, dude, she's like, have you heard? And I'm like, heard what? And she's like, Bali's open again. And I was like, oh fuck, no way. I was like, dude, I'm looking at places in LA right now. She's like, don't do it. She's like, I know you, you want to be in Bali. And I was like, fuck, wow. I was like, and I had by now, since I was on like the third or fourth day and I only had a couple days left to be in LA, I had already like almost gotten ready to sign a lease. Like I found a place that I really liked and I was like, fuck it. Like this is it. And I was, I, I think I was either going to go back like the next day or like two days after. So I was, I was like 24 to 48 hours away from my life being in LA. And then my friend calls and she's like, Bali's open. And I was like, fuck it i'm going like yeah. so like that phone call like i dude if that if i didn't get that call this none of this would be happening right now so it's just it's, yeah it's it, it's crazy how how shit aligns like that man and so yeah so by then to answer your question you know i was ready bro when i got that mm -hmm. phone call i was like this is a sign i got i gotta go that's my heart's calling i got a whole suitcase and a half full of shit there like i gotta go i gotta go I, mm -hmm. this is it i'm my stuff got left there for a reason and then sure enough i went there and within like bro probably within the first two weeks i i met my girl hmm. like and, and wow that's, yeah so crazy it's crazy it's crazy it's crazy you know the synchronicity of life and how things pan out and 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 how you know things shift and like you know you're in one place and you think okay well this is it but then you know, something else happens, something else happens. And I think, yeah. you know, like, the most important thing, like, you know, throughout everything, what you've been talking about is, you know, you're listening to yourself, if that makes sense. You know, you're, you're going with your compass, if that makes sense. Like you're, you're following, you know, something within yourself, you're, you know, like, um, we all have our own kind of guide, don't we? And you're, you know, you're tuned into yourself and following that. A lot of people don't do that. They'll, you know, not do that. They will not follow their own path, maybe because they're swayed by what other people were saying to them and they're not really listening to who they are. And I think, you know, you're listening to who you are and you're following that through, which I think is really important. And, you know, I'm really happy for you, you know, and where you're at. And, you know, I love everything that you're doing and, you know, you, your life that you have, and you, you know, your family that you have, you know, and I'm glad that your son's feeling better as well because I know, like, Last week it wasn't too well. Yeah, um, we were all sick, man, and we we all went through yeah. it. It was yeah. him, and then me, and then my girl, and then another round for each of us. My my son again, and then me, mm -hmm. and then my girl. It's, it's been a rough month, but yeah, yeah we're, you know. pleasure on top, and yeah, and also like um, you know, is it is there any like advice that you give to like you know people who you know want to travel or want to like kind of be successful or you know follow you know going something I'm I'm full of advice man <laughs> I mean there's a few things that you want to keep in mind 
um, in certain situations, but in a, in a broader sense of things, I, I got a tattoo on my leg a while back. Um, and, uh, it's a, it's of a compass and on the top, it says wrong. And on the bottom, it says right. And the arrow is pointing down. And if you know a compass, a compass always points north, right? It always points forward. It always points north. Um, and that's how you know where to go is by following the north direction. Um, and so I made the arrow point down to, to right. And wrong is up top where, where the, the, the north point would be. Um, and basically, it reminds me, it helps. I, I did it to remind myself, like, even when some, basically what it means is even when something seems wrong, the, 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 the universe will always point you to what's right. So, so typically a compass wouldn't ever point down, right? But it's pointing in the right direction. And even though your heart or your mind will tell you to sometimes go north and, you know, you, you have to listen to it and say, all right, like, like, what do I really want right now? So basically that's like my way of reminding myself, like if, if you're, if you're really feeling something like just do it, even if it feels like it might not be the right, the right decision now, it's going to end up being the right decision later. Um, and uh, yeah, it's got that, 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 that mentality has gotten me a lot of places in my life that I wouldn't have gotten without um, taking a risk. You know, you have to take a risk. You have to, you have to listen to that intuition in yourself um, and do it quick, do it quick. I mean, there's some things that should be thought out, but uh, I think a lot of us spend too much time thinking. So don't spend too much time thinking, you know, think about what you want and, and execute it and get it done. Um, mm. And everything, everything comes in in chapters everything comes in segments so like having having the patience to see out your your goal and complete each task along the way is a, a big strength that you need so like if you want to see something come to fruition just understand that you can only control so much and there's some things that you can't control and you have to let those take whatever amount of time they're going to take to, to pan out without giving up on the way. But the things that you can control, you need to fucking go at them full speed, get them done, right? So if you can do one thing, get it done. And then if you hit a wall where it's going to take one week for this one thing to happen, you have to fucking chill for that week focus on everything else besides that and just let that week get by. Like there are certain situations that you're going to come up with that. Like right now, I'm going through it right now. I want, I have my merch, my clothing brand that I'm like ready to, I'm doing everything I can. I've done everything I can. I can no longer do anything else. My team has to do their jobs and responsibilities to get this website built and the Shopify store built. And that's their job. And I have delegated it to them because I don't fucking know how to build a website. It's not my strong suit. It's not, I'm not a tech guy. So for me, I'm like, yo, 
take an Adderall and pull an all-nighter, right? I'm just kidding. I would never fucking encourage anyone to take Adderall. But <laughs> I'm like, yo, guys, I'm like Black Friday. Like, we got to get this done by Black Friday. I'm like yeah. really pushing it. But it's like at the same time, like if it doesn't get done by then, like it, it is what it is because I had to wait a certain amount of time for the bank to process my new account because I'm I'm overseas. So it takes a little bit longer. I have to like, I have to like confirm and verify a bunch of shit. I had to process the new LLC and confirm a bunch of shit with them. So it's like, just dude, if, if just you want if you want to see things through, do what you can control the controllables, right? Control what's controllable and don't stress about what's not. And and don't spend any fucking time stressing out about something that you can't control. Just do what you can and then enjoy the rest of the time around it. And if you can't, if you've done all your work that you can do and there's nothing you can do, take some time and enjoy yourself, man. Fucking read a book that you want to read. Go, go have dinner, go to the beach, fucking whatever you want to do. Just, you know, spend time with family, friends, enjoy yourself and then get back to work. But yeah, that's really like, that's been the flow for me. Um, I have so much to do. I have so much work to do, but I have a newborn son and I have a girl that I love. Um, and it's like, that's important to me. You know, I have a family now. I'm a family man, family guy. <laughs> so it's like, I try to, we have a nanny, a full-time nanny, which without, I don't know, like what the fuck I'd be doing, but I just, she just started uh, full-time yesterday like full time, like staying over six nights a week and being here during the day. So basically what we've had for the past four months, my son's almost, well, actually he'll be, he'll be five months in a few days, but for the past five months, she stays over three nights a week. And then she's off like four, four days a month, like once a week. Um, and uh, even with that, my sleep has been so fucked. And that's, that's a big reason why I've been getting sick uh, is because the sleep is so bad um because it's every other night i have to i'm we're up we're up like constantly with this kid right um and so now she's staying over and so now i can spend more time prioritizing things to what i need to get done and still take some time here and there to spend with my son to spend with myself to spend with my girl and that, that's important take that time if you need it you know um the 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 hustle culture i think it's called hustle culture is like a it's like it's become it's become almost an issue to be honest i'm not the saying grind. that it's bad i'm not saying that it's bad yeah the grind culture hustle culture whatever you want to call it it's not bad to grind it's not bad to hustle but like dude there's like this there's this coach um that i see i i've seen on instagram uh, always promoting himself and he's like he's like promoting himself constantly through all these pages and uh, he posted the other day and he, and he always writes like a big story caption with like a call to action at the bottom, like DM me this, you know, at the, at the bottom to like, you know, for sales. But like his, I just saw the story and he's like, yeah, I, I was, so I spent the last few days in the hospital getting eye surgery because I was on my computer too much. I'm like, I'm like, dude, like, I mean, like, I get it. Like it, he's crushing it. I mean, he's a multimillionaire. He's doing, he's doing six, you know, multi six figures a month, almost a million a month. And it's like, that's awesome. But like, at what cost? Like, bro, you just had eye surgery because you're on your computer too much and you're like encouraging people to grind. Like, I, I don't think that's not for me. That's not for me. Yeah. You know, and, and 
And it's just, you have to, you, you know, if that's what makes them happy, fine. But like, bro, you can't fucking physically be happy. We're, he, he's, and he talks about like, I have like migraines and like, I'm like, dude, I'm like, I, like you're making a mill a month. I mean, fuck it, bro. Like grind, but shit, you know, find the line, find the line somewhere. So anyway, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's, it's, that's all I got. It's crazy. I mean, I love, I love your, you know, your advice, and I really appreciate you sharing, you know, your, um, you know, your concept of, you know, your routine and how you work. I really appreciate, you know, you sharing that, and I think, you know, a lot of people will take a lot from that because I think a lot of people are misguided. They don't, they don't know what to do and they don't know how to put it in place. And if they have it in place, you know, they're burning their bridges too much. And like you said, you know, do what you can control and you know, don't spend too much time thinking about it. I think that's a really big yeah. thing. You know, when we think about it, we're in our head. And then, uh, you know, we're, I was like it in my, in my current job, my, my current job role changed and I was working from home for a long period of time. And then I had yeah. to commute to different offices. And before I was doing it, I was overthinking it and thinking, shit, like, you know, I'm, I'm going to be able to manage all this. And now I'm just doing it. And it's, you know, it was not as bad as I, I thought it would be, you know? Yeah. And then, yeah, no, I, and I think, like you said, with, you know, the grind and the hustle, you know, I think if you're not looking after your health first and you're putting those prioritize in place for yourself, like you said, you know, you're spending time with your kid, spending time with your partner, doing things that you want to do, you know, you have to do those little things sometimes to recharge and to do what you got to do. Because if you're overburning and overstretching yourself and your health goes down a bit, um, uh then then you can't do you know then it can it can affect what you're doing or your business and yeah. we see that quite a lot and i i have to you know i i'm busy in my job but so i i spend time with my family i'll like go for walks i'll see my girlfriend so yeah these walks things are awesome have. i love walks yeah. i used to i used to think like oh go for a walk like what what am i like, <laughs> year old? like yeah. you know i used to, i was like corny and now it's like i i love it dude i'll uh because it's like i leave my phone you know i leave my phone inside and it's, and you just like go and you just mm. feel nature i do barefoot walks now man i've been doing oh a lot nice of yeah barefoot's the shit it's awesome yeah and you get you're grounding in the earth and you're getting the the ions from the earth and and, and the sunlight so I'll, I'll walk my dogs all the time or i'll uh i'll take my son in the stroller and just we'll just do you know walk the block and yeah it's great man it's good no, stuff it's awesome but um but yeah no i i really really appreciate you um you know coming back on the podcast you know i'm really you know grateful to be your friend and be able to like you know do this and um you know i'm really happy for you and where you're at and um, like, you know, I wish you continued success for what you're doing and, you know, for your future and your family and, you know, where can people find you on um, social media, like anything you're working on? I'm, I'm Paulie Long, at Paulie Long, P-A-U-L-Y-L-O-N-G, at Paulie Long on all platforms. Um, and uh, yeah, mostly on Twitter, no, not why, why did I just? I was thinking about Twitter because Twitter, I'm actually not. Paul, <laughs> I'm, I'm Paul. I'm. Uh, oh no, I just changed it. I was Paulie underscore long for a while, but I'm. I'm. I'm at the testicle king <laughs> on Twitter. Um, but no, yeah, I'm most. I'm mostly on Instagram, TikTok, and uh, I'm getting YouTube going too. But yeah. Um, but yeah, Instagram and TikTok are like my main two. And um, yeah, if uh, 
if anyone wants to take their life to the next level, that's kind of what my my community and my my mentorship are about. Um, DM me the word shift if you're interested and we can chat, see if there's anything I can do to help you. No, awesome, man. And like, you know, let me know when your um your merch is out and things and I'll promote it and put it out there for you and I'll put sure, it all in the in the uh, episode as well. Thank you so much. I appreciate no, you're it. Yeah. Hopefully in a week. We got one yeah, yeah. week till uh, one week till Black Friday. So yeah. I, uh, I'm, I'm hoping for a week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'll be all good. But no, I hope you have a great uh, evening. And uh, Thanks, thank you for coming on. Speak to you soon. Yeah, man. I'm going to go eat dinner and I'll talk yeah. to you. Have a good Take day. Take it easy, man. Yeah. Bye, later. Got it,